Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 30th of August. The highly anticipated Chris Dawson verdict will be handed down today in the New South Wales Supreme Court. The former school teacher and rugby league player is on trial for the alleged murder of his wife, Lynette, in 1982. It's alleged he was motivated by a desire to have an unfettered relationship with their babysitter. Mr Dawson has pleaded not guilty. Investigations are underway this morning into a light plane crash which killed three people west of Brisbane. The cause is not yet known, but hazardous weather was reported in the area at the time of the incident. A team of transport safety investigators will head to the site today. Australia's two biggest states are divided over whether to reduce the mandatory COVID isolation period from seven days to five. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet is leading the charge to wind back the number of days that positive cases must stay at home. But Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is remaining cautious about any change. Meantime, the Health Services Union would like to see Australia follow the UK model, scrapping isolation entirely and workers trusted to stay at home if unwell. The Chief Health Officer will brief the Prime Minister as well as state and territory leaders during tomorrow's National Cabinet meeting. Meantime, top experts are warning Australia we need to be better prepared for the next pandemic to avoid a repeat of COVID-19. The CSIRO has released a new report urging the government to keep monitoring several viral groups from now on or risk missing signs of a future outbreak. The organisation's Greg Williams says six key focuses are needed, which includes biosurveillance, starting clinical trials early and creating vaccines locally. Science and technology solutions can also help facilitate the important transition away from crisis response and towards an integrated cycle of prevention, detection, response and recovery. A Melbourne man has been remanded in custody, charged over the shooting of former bikie Sam Abdulrahim. The 18-year-old was one of six people arrested yesterday and will apply for bail later this week. Police say two masked gunmen accused of carrying out the hit fled the country 48 hours after the shooting. Meantime, in Sydney, a bikie who survived being shot multiple times earlier this year will remain in custody. Tarek Zahid was refused bail in court yesterday, accused of killing an underworld figure nearly eight years ago. A Melbourne woman has gone on a spending spree and into hiding after more than $10 million accidentally landed in her bank account. The cash was deposited by the world's biggest cryptocurrency trading platform, Crypto.com, and the company is now going through the courts to try and get the money back. The court heard the company accidentally entered an account number in the payment field instead of a $100 refund, but it didn't discover the major error for more than seven months. As James Lake reports from Melbourne, the woman at the centre of this drama is evading the court. Yeah, I'm sure it's a fantasy many people have had, Tash. Finding a surprise $10 million in the bank, just like Theva Monagari Manaville did. Now, by the time Crypto.com discovered the mistake, the Melbourne woman had already moved the money and gone shopping. She bought a $1.35 million home at Craigieburn and transferred ownership to her sister who lives in Malaysia. Now, cash was also moved into different joint bank accounts and shared with her daughter, The Supreme Court has ordered for the house to be sold and $1.35 million to be paid back to the company. 
Family and friends of Paul Green will say their final goodbyes to the former NRL player and coach today. The 49-year-old will be laid to rest at the home of the winner Manly Seagulls, where he first made a name for himself. His sudden death has rocked the rugby league world. Founder of Gotcha for Life, Gus Warland, is encouraging people to speak up and ask for help. The most important thing is not to worry alone, and that's really what a lot of men and women are doing at the moment. We're worrying alone because we're not sure... Um, who to ask for help. We're not sure if we're allowed to ask for help. We're not sure what to do. You know what? Just put your hand up and say, help me. And if you or someone you know needs help, you can call Lifeline and that number is 131114. Heading overseas now and three, two, one, abort. The Artemis One mission, the first to the moon since Apollo, was supposed to blast off last night, but has now been delayed after major technical issues. Here's NASA's launch control communicator, Daryl Nail, announcing the news for those watching around the world. Launch director Charlie Blackwell-Thompson has called a scrub of the attempt of launch of Artemis One. The issue that uh, came up was an engine bleed that uh, couldn't be remedied, um, but uh, the rocket is currently in a stable configuration. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Scott Phillips and the Motley Fool. Scott, good morning. The Australian Stock Exchange, as many had feared, fell hard yesterday after US Fed Chair Jerome Powell gave a very important address. Ash, good morning. Yeah, it was a pretty ugly day on the ASX shares, down 2%. We should say, by the way, that only drops it to last Tuesday's lows, so it wasn't exactly a disaster, but it's never fun to see red on the portfolio. And this was for some of the strangest reasons. The US market fell 3.5% on Friday night after Jerome Powell said he'd do what he said he would do. The market had somehow convinced itself that everything was going to be okay, and maybe he'd be nicer to us, maybe he'd be happy Jerome, maybe he'd say, no, those interest rate increases, they're not necessary, it's okay. Turns out they are necessary. He's going to do them anyway. And the market was surprised for reasons best known to itself. Hopefully, that's now priced in and hopefully we can get on with things from here. Silver linings always love some good news. Gosh, Twiggy doesn't have to worry about the falling stock market, does he? Oh, he's probably okay. Um, he's got <laughs> 2.34 billion reasons to be okay. Here's the thing. Twiggy's not worth $2.3 billion. That's just the dividends he's getting from Fortescue this year. <laughs> It's a remarkable wow. amount of money. Good luck to him. He's built a, a fantastic, globally competitive business. Uh, one of the great Australian success stories, Fortescue. I will disguise our own shares, a very small number. I'm not getting anywhere near to his dividend, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, a really, really great story. Yes, $2.34 billion in cash in the bank account. I'm going to reckon you hit internet banking refresh a few times that day just to make sure the money <laughs> actually arrives. And then hopefully you open a bottle of something very, very nice because uh, he's had a lot of reasons to smile this morning. Yeah, absolutely. And Scott, the RBA may be trying to stop a spending to curb a record inflation, but gosh, people are not stopping spending up big at a lovely costume jewellery chain in Australia. That's right. La Visa is the name that some of our listeners will have seen around the place. I've got to tell you, Tash, I'm not a regular shopper, but I'm reliably informed. In fact, we know from the numbers, heaps of us are. Their sales were up 60% over the last year, profit up 120%, a remarkable increase. And just goes to show, I think, that there are winners amongst even some of this gloom. By the way, Michael Hill, a more traditional jeweler, also announced sales and profits were up strongly yesterday. So it seems that the RBA is trying to cool, it, cool down our spending. It's not happening in the jewellery sector, at least not yet. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Thanks so much, Scott. Remarkable. Thanks, Tash. Time for Sport Now with Josh Conway. And Josh, good morning. Tasmania's push for an AFL team received some pretty big support yesterday. 
That's right, Tash, and good morning to you. Tassie's push has received the backing of Prime Minister Anthony Albanese yesterday. The PM using an address at the National Press Club to lend his support to the state to receive a 19th licence from the AFL ahead of club president's meeting in the next week to vote whether they get a licence or not. Here is what Elbow had to say. I hope Tassie does get an AFL team. Tasmania has produced some great champions in AFL over a long period of time. The condition that a new stadium is built for the side is still a major sticking point for clubs. However, Tash, the AFL are still keen on that taking place. According to league boss Gil McLaughlin, he says he doesn't think Tasmanians would want a team without a new stadium. What form that takes, whether it's a conditional issue or, or, um, or something more definitive, we'll work through that. Quickly in on-field matters, Dustin Martin is shaping to return for Thursday night's knockout with Brisbane. The Tigers saying he's on track to be selected yesterday after the triple Norm Smith medalist trained strongly. The Richmond superstar is without a game at the top level since round 16 following hamstring issues. They have Tash, Roosters prop Lindsay Collins taking an early plea and a four-week ban, meaning he won't play unless his side makes the grand final after a dangerous tackle against the Storm last weekend. Titan Brian Kelly also faces an extended stint on the sidelines. He has until 12pm today to decide whether he will accept or challenge a ban of either four or five weeks, depending if he appeals or not. He was sent off against the Knights. And just back to the Roosters, they'll run out at the newly renovated Sydney Football Stadium on Friday night against Souths. Chook skipper James Tedesco says it's a big moment. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, been a long time coming and we've been there and seen how good it is and just can't wait to get out there on Friday night. And uh, I know it's, going to, it's sold out, I think, so it's going to be a pretty awesome atmosphere. And finally, Tash, Aussie duo Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis will do battle in the first round of the US Open this morning. The doubles pairing turning rivals at Flushing Meadows in what is sure to be an entertaining showdown. Absolutely. Thank you, Josh. And Taylor Swift is sending the internet into a meltdown after announcing a surprise new album. The pop star revealed the big news on stage yesterday during an acceptance speech at the MTV Video Music Awards. And fans don't have to wait too long either. It comes out in October. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda. In your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning, you can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe. And we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.